You're listening to the Straight Up Saints Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back inside the Straight Up Saints Podcast. It's your host, Chris Rosvogel, and it's been about a month. And for that, I sincerely apologize. That's on me. It's been kind of slow for Saints news, and with sports overtime going on, I haven't really jumped on my own personal podcast, but that's going to change, obviously, with free agency coming up, the draft. I'll make sure to give you my thoughts on any breaking news, whether it's a signing, a cut, uh, who they draft. There's a bunch of things that we'll talk about, and I'll get to it on the Straight Up Saints pod. So for all of you who were sitting there for the last month wondering, hey, where the hell is Chris? Did he leave us behind? I did not. That is my fault, though, that I didn't record for the last month. But there's a lot that I want to get off my chest. And I tweeted, you know, this morning, you know, I got a take that I want to let out about the Saints quarterback drama, Russell Wilson trade rumors, all that. So we're going to get to that. But before I get to that, I want to talk about the man who was before all these young quarterbacks that we're talking about as to who can be the next guy, and that's Drew Brees. And why am I talking about Drew Brees? Shouldn't we let that go? And yes, that's why I'm talking about Drew Brees, because we should let that go. So I want to talk about everything I'm seeing, whether it's the video of him working out or the fan reaction to the video of him working out. And there's a lot of moving parts here, but let's talk about that video for a sec. Drew Brees is pushing a weighted sled. It probably looked like 45s on each side. It wasn't, you know, I mean, I'm not doing that, obviously, but clearly he's a freak athlete, so he's going to do that. And there was a what's brewing type caption to the video that kind of led people thinking, hey, maybe Drew's not retiring. My stance on this has not changed. I do think Drew Brees is retiring. I think this was his last season. Does he hate the way he went out? Yeah, of course he does. He's a competitor. He hates the way he went out. But a video of him working out is not going to change my opinion as to, oh, my God, Drew Brees is coming back. It's Drew Brees, and what I mean by that is Drew, until he's probably like 60, is going to be licking his fingers, working out like a maniac, and keeping himself in the best shape for multiple reasons. One, he's a very schedule-oriented guy, and we've seen that over the course of his Saints career. He does not go off script, and that's a good thing for Drew, and that will continue. He'll continue to eat healthy. He'll continue to do his workouts, and he should because, one, he wants to stay in top shape. Two, he's got four kids. You want to be able to move around with them, which he will be able to do, so We should not be knocking Drew for working out. The man's going to be sitting there, licking his fingers, looking through plays, probably until he's 75. Like, that's just how he's going to be, because he's the ultimate competitor, so that's what he's going to do. But I noticed on Twitter, and it's the funniest thing, um, or at least it used to be funny, now it's just getting flat-out annoying. People just nonstop slandering the guy. Did he play terrible in the Bucs game? Yes, I came on here, I said he was one of the main reasons they lost, and we got to move on. That's it. The Drew Brees era is over. It was a great run. Now it's gone. And everything in life ends at some point. And as you know, if you're a Marvel fan, I think the beautiful thing is when Vision says, you know, a thing isn't, what is it? Like it's thing is beautiful because it doesn't last whatever the hell the saying is. And that's the thing about this, you know, this game, things move quickly. Drew Brees' career, we probably would have thought after the first Super Bowl, you win another one. You don't. It happens. Okay. You move on. But at some point, when you're continuing to drag the names, the the man's name through the mud and saying certain things and taking it too far. I saw someone tweet that they're going to spit in his casket. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You know, just stop tweeting about the guy. It's over. It's over. If he comes back, all right, go out on Twitter and fire off your funniest, most harsh takes. Go ahead. I, I don't care. But it's March 1st now. He's not coming back, in my opinion. He's not playing on the veteran minimum. Like that's the that's the thing that really sets me off is he restructured his contract. I'm not gonna say, oh, thank you, Drew, for restructuring your contract. No, he should have done that. He restructures it. He's still gonna get the money anyway. But that was the clear sign that he's not coming back because there's no way on God's green earth that Drew Brees is gonna play for the veteran minimum. 
But no, you still want to sit there and you want to say and crack off jokes about Drew and his family and this and that. Drew's done some stupid shit. He said some stupid shit. I get that. But at this point, it's over. Think about any other quarterback but Drew Brees. Let's just get that phase out of here. So that's on the fans too. We got to learn when to just let go. And that's what I wanted to say before I get into Russell Wilson. But let's talk about Russell Wilson because that's the main thing I wanted to talk about for this episode because, man, there's some stuff going on. Do I think Russell Wilson's getting traded? That's probably the first thing you're thinking. You're like, hey, Chris, do you think Russell Wilson's going to get traded? I don't know. I can't sit here definitively and tell you the answer, but I think it's 50-50. And the fact that it's 50-50 is wild because Russell Wilson is a future Hall of Famer. Russell Wilson is one of the best quarterbacks you have in this game. And I think when a play's off script, I think it's Mahomes, Rodgers, Wilson. Those are the three best guys at plays off script. Like, they just make something out of nothing. And to think that it got to the point where Seattle might actually trade Russell Wilson is just stupid on their part. Blame them. They're idiots for letting it get this far. But when you read through all the comments, you realize this is not one of those, oh, he's a little bit unhappy, so just can you pacify him? No, it's like, dude, you're one more strike away from me demanding a trade. Now, he has not officially requested a trade, but let me tell you something. If you're happy at your job, would you start listing other jobs that you would want to go to? Because that makes no sense. If Russell Wilson was happy in Seattle, why the hell would his agent come out and say, yeah, no, we're cool with playing with Seattle. But if you trade me, trade me to the Bears, Cowboys, Saints, or Raiders. No, you would not say that unless you're like, hey, I'm, I'm unhappy here, which he is. He's not happy that Pete Carroll and his sons basically answer to no one. He's not happy that his suggestions about the offensive line are basically thrown into the trash. He's not happy that at 32 years old and a guy who's been with the franchise for a decade now and all they know are playoff appearances with Russell Wilson, he's not happy that he doesn't have a say. And that is why he's a little frustrated. So I find that interesting. Now, if he's available, and I I don't know if he's going to get traded, but if he's available... He has to be the Saints' priority, and that's led to a lot of backlash between people on Twitter, Facebook, and I don't even go on Facebook anymore for Saints stuff. It's just a complete shit show on there, so I would stay away from there if I were you guys. But why does Russ need to be the priority? Well, it's pretty simple. He's 32 years old. He's an MVP caliber quarterback. Your window, in terms of winning a Super Bowl, is open for as long as he's on your roster, and you're going to say, are you sure about that? Because what if you give up a lot? No, I'm pretty sure about that because I've watched Russell Wilson with bad Seattle teams make the playoffs and win 11 games. And you can just look at this past team. Their running game, eh. Their defense, not that good. I mean, their defense really didn't get good until they traded for Dunlap of the Bengals and traded for Jamal Adams of the Jets. And even then, their defense wasn't anything special. I mean, it was getting carved up by Jared Goff with no thumb. So, again, not a good defense. The play calling on offense leaves a lot to be desired. And I think that's the one thing about Russ where I really, this is why I really want to see him on the Saints. We had to watch Russell Wilson play with Brian Schottenheimer's calling, and he has been terrible. That's why he got fired. The Jaguars hired him. Don't know why. Let them figure it out with Urban Meyer. But Schottenheimer's not a good play caller, at least not in today's generation. And Russell Wilson was still able to throw for 40-plus touchdowns with that type of play calling. Now you put him with Sean Payton, who we know what he can do. I mean, he made Teddy Bridgewater look pretty damn good in the 2019 season. So I think there's something there where Sean Payton and Russ can completely get this thing cooking and they could win the Super Bowl. Now, obviously, nothing's guaranteed, but they could, obviously, and the window would be would be big. So, what's next? What would you offer? And that that's what everyone's talking about. And I think the one thing you need to realize in this type of thing is Seahawks are going to want picks. And if you don't have picks, or great picks, I should say, and by great picks, I mean position-wise, and the Saints don't, they're picking 28, you need to sweeten the deal. So, no, guys, Marcus Davenport is not going to sweeten the deal. No, Andrews Pete is not going to sweeten the deal. 
There are certain players the Saints could trade. There are certain players that should be off limits. I'm going to talk about that right now. Who should be off limits? I think there's only three to four that should be off limits. I think Kamara should be off limits. You just paid him. Makes no sense to trade him. And if you put Kamara with Russell Wilson, my God, that could be really fun. I mean, could you imagine some of the read option plays with those two where it's an RPO? I mean, that would be fun. Taysom Hill don't know how to do it, but Russell Wilson will. So that would be really fun to see that go down. Number two, it's got to be Ryan Ramchick. One, because I think the Saints are going to pay him. And two, Russell Wilson wants a good offensive line. So why would you trade away your best offensive line? I mean, that makes no sense. Three, Teron Armstead goes back to the same thing. Armstead might be an, uh, an extension candidate. I mean, he's still playing at a high level, guys. When he's healthy, he's one of the best offensive linemen in the game. You got to keep him. That goes back to the ramp check thing. Why would you get rid of an offensive lineman that's that good when he needs O-line? And plus, to Seattle, if they have one good thing on their O-line, it's their tackles are decent. It's really the interior. That's a, a shit show for them. But that's another guy, Armstead, I wouldn't trade. Fourth, it's DeMario. You paid him, but more importantly, you need a linebacker. And two, the leadership. DeMario brings that intangible. Like when Breeze leaves, and he is going to leave this offseason, in my opinion, you have that void in terms of who's leading the huddle, but now you don't because you have DeMario. And DeMario, over the last couple years, has been kind of like a passing of the torch from Breeze to DeMario in terms of the pregame huddle. So you know that you got that covered, would not trade DeMario. Now you guys are sitting there, and you're like, oh, Chris left two big names off the list, and I'm going to get him. So I'm going to bring those up before you can get me because there's a reason I left both off the list. Michael Thomas, let's get to Mike first. You know how I feel about Mike. Mike's probably my favorite player on the Saints. The guy is a dog. He will take everything as an offense, and he does it on purpose. He does that because it elevates his own game. You say something, he'll interpret it the wrong way because that's fuel to his fire, and it works. And I think Mike's going to have a good season regardless of who the quarterback is. He did have 200-yard receiving games last year with Taysom Hill, so I'm not worried about that. Why is Mike not untouchable? The reason Mike's not untouchable, in my opinion, is because of all the drama that comes with that situation. That's the only reason why I'm not making him untouchable. I think when receivers like Mike get into certain stories, you kind of feel like their days are numbered with the franchise. Now, I don't think Mike's going to get traded, so let me just put that out there. And I don't think Seattle, with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, is like, oh, give me another receiver. Like, I don't think that's who they want. I'll tell you who they want in just a second. But Michael Thomas is not who I think they want. I just think that... If Michael Thomas gets traded within the next two, three years, it wouldn't shock me at all. Hence why I'm not saying he's untouchable. That's the only reason why. There's nothing to it. There's no slight. I think Michael Thomas is, when healthy, the best player on the Saints. I truly feel that way. So I'm not trading him. And again, if you're getting Russell Wilson, the whole point of getting Russell Wilson is you want to pair him with a great O-line, with Michael Thomas, with Alvin Kamara. So you don't want to trade Michael Thomas. Now, the other guy who you're saying, hey, you left him off the list. Why'd you do that? Uh, Let's get to that one because that's the one that's the more intriguing one. That's Marshawn Lattimore. I love Marshawn Lattimore as a player. I think there's a frustration point to it, though, that he never plays at a consistent level. Like, Marshawn's best is really good, and Marshawn's bad is kind of frustrating because there's a guy who, like him, who's the number one corner, should not be struggling against an Alan Lazard or, frankly, a Cooper Cup, but here we are. That's what he does. And no no slight to Cooper Cup, but if Marshawn's a one, you should be shutting down most ones, most. And Marshawn needs a new contract. That's important. And I don't know if Marshawn's going to get that new contract. And that's why I think if there's a star player out there that needs to get offered for Russell Wilson, it's Marshawn Lattimore. And I know you guys are going to say, well, Chris, but our secondary is going to stink and we're going to go back to the 2012 and 2016 days. Enough. Those defenses were historically bad. 
Like, will the Saints defense take a hit losing Lattimore? Yeah, they'll take a hit. I'm not debating that. But those defense were historically bad. There's just no way that a defense that, let's say, just loses Lattimore is going to be as bad as those defenses that you saw in 2012, 2016, 2015. There's just no way. And if you're not going to extend Lattimore, it makes sense to use him as trade bait because he's got a lot of value. Jamal Adams went for two first-round picks. Jamal Adams, a guy who has zero coverage skills now, great box safety. And he's going to, if you use him in the right role like Seattle's been doing, he's going to get a lot of sacks. He might lead your team in sacks. But he went for two first-round picks. Jalen Ramsey, obviously better than Lattimore. He went for two first-round picks. Lattimore will go for at least a first and change. So technically, having Lattimore is like having extra first-round picks because you can use him as trade bait. And when you're the Saints and you're picking 28, when the Raiders are picking earlier and the Cowboys are picking 10 and the Jets are picking 2 and the Dolphins are picking 3 and those are teams that might want Russell Wilson, you got to trade Lattimore probably. And I'm okay with that. I know a lot of you are going to be like, hey, I'm not trading Lattimore. If that, you know, I'm not getting Russell Wilson if I have to trade Lattimore. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of because I'd rather have the franchise quarterback over a number one cornerback who, let's be real about this, guys. He's very good. Marshawn Lattimore is very, very good. But if I pay Marshawn Lattimore, is Marshawn Lattimore going to continue to play well? Like, that's a thing. When you pay Mike, you know Mike's going to continue to play well. When you play Kamara, pay Kamara, you know Kamara's going to play well. I can't say the same thing about a guy who has admitted in the past that he has issues waking up for every game. Like, I'm not sure if I'll be up for the challenge today because, hey, I don't really respect who I'm playing against. Okay, that's fine. Again, if they can keep Lattimore, you keep Lattimore. But if you need to trade Lattimore for Russell Wilson, in addition to what else I'm going to say you have to offer, yes, I'm doing that. I'm not even thinking twice. Because I, I love that people say, Lattimore's untouchable. There is no situation where Lattimore's untouchable. He doesn't have a new contract. You don't know which Lattimore you're getting every Sunday, unless it's against Mike Evans. You know you're getting locked down Lattimore. But that's, you know, it, Seattle values defense still more than a lot of teams. And if they think, hey, Lattimore and Jamal Adams and Shaq Griffin, we can do something here. Okay, like get Lattimore out of New Orleans, send him to Seattle so you can get Russell Wilson. But what else would you need to trade? You need to trade at least two first-round picks. It might even be three, but I think two is kind of like the starting price. And the reason I say that is Lattimore is almost worth two first-round picks in himself. So you trade Lattimore. I think you trade two firsts. This is the interesting one. Eric McCoy or Cesar Ruiz. I think that's who's going to go in the deal as well. And I know you guys are probably like, not McCoy, not McCoy. I'm not saying they would trade Eric McCoy. Frankly, I wouldn't want to trade Eric McCoy. And at the same time, I also wouldn't want to trade Cesar Ruiz because you don't know what you have in Cesar and he might hit his ceiling. But guess what? Seattle's going to need interior linemen. Those are two younger guys. I'd assume they'd rather want McCoy because McCoy's a proven guy. And you would say, oh, but if you trade McCoy, now you have a big hole on your O-line. What if, and I don't know this, but what if Ruiz slid back into his normal role of center and played pretty damn well. I think that's a real possibility, and you guys are going to say nothing from this year showed me that he could do that. He's not an offensive guard. He was the number one rated center out of high school. He was the number one rated center out of college, and then he moves to guard in the NFL, and he stinks. Maybe, just maybe, wild theory here, but the guy who was the number one center in high school, the number one center in college, probably should play center in the NFL. So maybe you do that, and you trade McCoy with Lattimore, two first-round picks, you get Russell Wilson here, and you see what happens. And if you think that's too much, you're crazy. There is no price that I wouldn't pay for franchise quarterback, especially one like Russell Wilson who takes care of his body. So I think you're getting eight years minimum out of Russell Wilson. Eight years brings you to 40. Russell Wilson's talking the way Drew Brees and Brady did about playing until he's 42, 43, 44. And I think he could do it. As long as he stays healthy, he can. 
So there's no price I wouldn't pay. I think McCoy, Lattimore, and two first-round picks, if you don't agree to that trade, I think you're crazy. And now there's other guys people are saying, well, what about Ramchek? Makes no sense. What about Cam Jordan? I don't think they're going to value Cam. He's older. Cam's still a good player, by the way, but I don't think they're going to value Cam Jordan. So I think Lattimore gives him that elite corner that Pete Carroll wants. Now, does it leave an, a hole for the Saints? Yes. But let me tell you something, and you're going to hear it here, and you're going to think I'm crazy and I'm not. It's actually a fact. And if you don't believe me, all those other Saints people you like to follow, they'd say the same things, but they probably just wouldn't do it publicly, like behind closed doors, they tell you. Lattimore wasn't even the best corner for the Saints this past season. He wasn't. And if you think I'm making that up, just go watch the games again. Janoris Jenkins was better. Now, Janoris Jenkins still had his bad moments, but Janoris Jenkins was better than Lattimore last season. I'm not kidding. And Lattimore, and I love him. I mean, you're talking about a guy who has a Lattimore jersey, so this is no knock. His best season was his rookie season. Like, that's a little concerning that, like, he has not reached that standard. Like, the rookie season was the best season for Lattimore. You know, we'll see what happens. I still love him. If he's on the team for 2021, let's go. Let's roll. But if you're going to trade Lattimore, this is the scenario where you trade him. You trade him with picks. You trade him with an Eric McCoy or Cesar Ruiz, and you get Russell Wilson. Perfect scenario. Now, that leads me to the third and final topic I want to talk about for this episode, and that's Jameis Winston because you hear me say, hey, trade for Wilson, trade for Wilson, and all of a sudden you're going to have the people who for some reason think Jameis Winston is the savior. I can't explain that one, but they're going to come out and say, but Chris, what about Winston? What about him? He's a free agent. And you keep telling me, well, you know, you talk about Russ and, you know, the mayor saying, hey, we want Russell Wilson. Isn't that a little disrespectful? Why is it disrespectful? Why is it disrespectful for the mayor to say we want Russell Wilson? I don't understand. It's a business. Breeze, Winston, Taysom Hill, none of them should be insulted or offended that the Saints are interested in Russell Wilson or that Russell Wilson and the Saints, you know, that could happen. It's a business. This league is a business. So don't tell me, oh, it's disrespectful because at the end of the day, Wilson's better than all three of those guys that I just mentioned. So none of them should be offended here. And now I love the argument that I got him from a couple of people and I don't even respond anymore to it because I just think it's crazy. Well, why would we go after Wilson when we already have Jameis Winston? What? Excuse me? Like, wh- Where's the logic in that? Like, I am one of those people who have said, and I'm on record saying it, and I'll say it again so you guys can get this clear. I have no problem with the Saints rolling the dice on Jameis Winston and going into the 2021 season with him as a starter. I'll say it again. I have no problem with the Saints rolling the dice on Winston and making him the starter for 2021. But if you can find an upgrade, and Russell Wilson is a significant upgrade contrary to what a couple of people might think, and I don't even know why those people have that opinion, but a couple of people do, and it is concerning. But Russell Wilson is obviously the superior option. You go for him. You can like Jameis Winston without having to love Jameis Winston. And what I mean by that is if certain things don't fall in your favor, and we have until March 17th for free agency, so I think the Saints have two weeks now to figure out if they can get Russ. And if they can't get Russ, okay, let's go back to Jameis. Let's sign him. And people are going to say, well, you know, Jameis might take that as a sign of disrespect, and why would he want to sign back? Okay, tell me where Jameis Winston's going to go. Because you told me he was going to go to the Steelers, and they'd rather have Big Ben. You told me he was going to go to the Colts, and they traded for Carson Wentz. You told me that he was going to go to a couple of different teams, and all of a sudden they're filling their vacancies. You told me maybe the Broncos, Broncos apparently have interest in Fitzpatrick, not Jameis Winston. So you keep listing teams for me that, hey, Jameis Winston might go there. Hey, he might go to the Patriots. The Patriots try rather have Marcus Mariota. This is not me just attempting to absolutely knock Jameis Winston. What I'm trying to say is he does not have as much leverage as you guys think he does. 
And what's the only team, the only team that I think can make a run for Jameis Winston? I'll give you two. Washington, which I don't see, and Chicago. Maybe Chicago. But even Chicago, I think Chicago is more into this Russell Wilson talk right now. Like, they're linked with the Saints for getting Russell Wilson. So they're going to give everything they have to get Russell Wilson and to hell with Jameis Winston in their mind. And I'm not even sure if Jameis is their priority after Winston. I think they would rather have a Jimmy Garoppolo who played at Eastern Illinois. And you guys know I don't like Jimmy G, but that's where I think certain teams are. So Jameis doesn't have as much leverage as people think. And I know people are going to come out here with their, but Jameis can be the savior. He could. But you weren't at practice. I wasn't at practice. The only person who knows if Jameis Winston can get fixed is Sean Payton. So this idea that he's been fixed is crazy. He's not fixed until we see it. So if you can get Russell Wilson, you get Russell Wilson. And if you want to talk it up and these fans saying, oh, get Russ, you know, and adding him, it's not disrespectful. They're entitled to want a better quarterback. They're entitled to say, I'd rather have a Super Bowl caliber quarterback than a quarterback who threw 30 picks in one season. And again, I like Jameis Winston. I do. I, I think he can do certain things with the football that the Saints haven't had in a while. You get the vertical passing game back. So there are there are things to like about Jameis Winston. Absolutely. And if he's a starter next year, the Saints can still be a competitive football team. Absolutely. But I'm not going after Russell Wilson because I might have Jameis Winston. Like, wh- what the hell is that logic? You know, and that's why I find it funny. And people say, well, would you rather have Jameis Winston with the Saints roster or would you rather lose, you know, a McCoy and Lattimore, but you get Russell Wilson? I'd rather lose a McCoy and Lattimore and get Russell Wilson because I'd rather have the better quarterback because better quarterback play in today's NFL gets it done. And let's go back to this year's playoff loss. Why the Saints lose? People are going to scream Jared Cook. People are going to scream Drew Brees. You're not wrong, but let's just keep it a one simple word that meshes the two players together. Turnovers. What does Jameis Winston do a lot? Turn over the football. Russell Wilson, this year he did have 13 picks. That's concerning. Usually doesn't turn over the football. That's important. You need to be able to take care of the football. Now, Winston might very well be the Saints starter. If I had to put money on it, I think he will be the Saints starter. And that's fine. There's no issue with that. But man, if I, the people who, who just tweet at me nonstop and tell me that why are we going after Wilson? We have Jameis Winston. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. The dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. You know? And I'm sure some of you are still going to get insulted and say, yeah, but you know, Jameis was loyal and he went to the Saints. He went to the Saints so he can learn and then improve his value. But he didn't get that chance to play this year. Now, had he, all right, we could talk about his market being good because Teddy Bridgewater just got paid after he played well with the Saints. So I agree. But I don't think Jameis has much leverage. There's not a lot of teams knocking on his door because the teams you told me that were going to knock on his door, they are figuring out their quarterback problems. They're figuring it out fast. So there are not a lot of teams that are interested in him. Contrary to what some people might tell you, there's maybe two or three teams that might give him a call. I think Bears will definitely give him a call. But the market's not as big as it once was because suitors like Pittsburgh and Indianapolis, they're off the board. So Jameis might have nowhere to turn to but New Orleans. So New Orleans can take the next two weeks and go after Russell Wilson, and if all fails, then you go back to Jameis Winston. But under no circumstance are the Saints going to say, hey, let's not chase Russell Wilson because we don't want to offend Jameis. It's a business. It's a business. And if they can get Russell Wilson, they're not just telling Jameis Winston goodbye. They're telling Drew Brees, you better retire because this is our dude. And they'll kick him out the door if they have to because it's a business first and foremost. So that was my mini rant I wanted to get off with you guys. I told you I was going to do it. 
had to get back on here. I missed recording, obviously. Um, also, if you haven't, make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Make sure to subscribe to Sports Overtime as well. Me and Nader have something fun for you guys playing this week about the sports cards and that type of industry. Now, that's not really my forte, but I'm excited to learn. There's a, there's very rare times where you get to learn out of podcast. You're usually trying to spread information or knowledge that you know. This time, I'm going to be the one learning, and I think it's fun. A little role reversal there. So stay tuned for that. Obviously, for this podcast, Straight Up Saints in particular, make sure to keep... Uh, your subscription on because when free agency starts and breaking news happens, whether it's a signing or let's say the same straight for Russell Wilson, I'll hop on here as soon as possible within minutes, give you a little emergency pod and you guys will have that good to go. So that's why you guys should stay tuned for this. And obviously when the season comes back and we're months out, I'll do my week, my weekly recaps and previews still on here. Like that's not going to change. I literally just took the one month off while I was settling into sports overtime, but we're back here. I'll be doing both podcasts and you guys will hear more from me, fortunately and unfortunately for some of you. So get ready for more of me in the future. But yeah, that's my take on Russell Wilson, Jameis Winston, Andrew Breeze. I think you guys know where I stand. If the Saints can get Russell Wilson, go get Russell Wilson. That's going to do it for this edition of Straight Up Saints. Guys, I want to thank you very much for listening. Stay tuned for more content in the future and enjoy your Monday.